What's up, guys, and welcome back. It's your boy, Sean, and we are here with another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. Uh, happy Mother's Day, first and foremost, to oh, yeah. all happy of the ladies out there yeah. that happen to be watching. I, uh, I am here, of course, with Amir, Jamal, and today we actually bring on someone who's hopefully going to stay on with the Black Entourage family, take over all of the beautiful camera work. Look how beautiful we are finally looking tonight. Let's look from last week to this week. Big jump. Kevin, he's the guy who's not on camera, but you know what? His words will be impactful regardless. Uh, so, Kevin, how are you doing today? Anything you want to say? We're just ready, ready to jump into this. Ready to jump into So, he is going to be uh, listening in and come, he's going to be commenting as well. So, uh, if you guys have any questions you want to ask him, us, Let's go. It is an open forum for everyone. So, we are going to start off. Number one, social media influencer. Funky Matas has over 300 signatures on his body, on his back specifically. Uh, he recently added Floyd Mayweather. So, he has stars like Will Smith, Gerard Butler, Steve-O, Michael J. Fox, Elijah Wood, uh, Christopher Lloyd, Chris Rocky, Usain Bolt, Tara Reid, Mike Tyson, Tony Hawk, Rob Snyder, Travis Barker, and even the guy who make, who's the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants. So I will actually post that video for you guys so you guys can see who we are talking about. But is that something that you guys would do? Do you see the value in him having these tattoos or is this just clout? Clout. <laughs> I mean, is it just, I mean, like, what can you really do with that, right? I think you make, make him an NFT. How? Take a picture of my back. That's not right. for real. He it's that simple. With the way things are going, it is that simple. You make anything into an NFT. True, I guess. Yeah. But I think it's beneficial mainly because. But like, like Rick, Rick Ross said. Oh, no, no, don't spoil it. We go into that. We get into that. He's jumping already. He's just <laughs> that was the perfect perfect mix to it. Prove to me I'm making money off that. That's okay. all I'm saying. So if a guy is doing that, wants to make an NFT off his back, like, a lot of people can make art off their back. Yeah. A lot of people can make art over anything. I could splatter paint. That was all Pollock paintings. And all his paintings are going for, what, a million plus? Yeah. So in your regard when you was talking about him making an NFT on his back, right? Mm-hmm. What if the actual artwork on his back be be more valuable than what the NFT is still because it's on him still? The original art is still on him. So unless he has like a skin graft where he like skins the back off and keeps all the tattoos in place. But but you have to also think like if one of these guys dies, that signature on your back ups ups in price. What's the price though? But it also, in my opinion, it also has a lot to do with, like, putting yourself into a position to where you become a commodity, right? That's the whole thing about building a brand, putting yourself out there. So right now, he's a person that says, yo, look at who's tattooed their name into my flesh. Imagine the people who he's met, the doors that open for him, all the other type of shit. Like, yeah, we could talk about how he can monetize himself with NFTs, but the experience is probably crazy. 
because he has these dope ass niggas signing his skin. It's sure. definitely the experience. So where is he? What yeah. the fuck is he doing? Where is he? How is he meeting these people? Yeah, that's and the what story. Doors he are probably opening. doesn't want to monetize it either. No, he's yeah. just he's chilling, bro. He's chilling. Be a part of that moment. He's a living artwork. He's yeah. a living yes. art piece. Yeah, he's a living. Yeah, he's yeah. literally a living art piece. And just being around those people, being able for him. Tattoo him. Like what the fuck? Mike yeah. like, Tyson's fucking tattoo him. I mean, like everybody Will Smith tattooing me. My yeah. back. You know what I'm saying? That's rock. I mean, no pun intended so by saying those names so together, but to just, <laughs> just having those it's guys. Yeah. Being able to put their handcuff on your body, and these niggas are in fucking movies and A-list celebrities. A-list. And then That's look a at the moment. Yeah. 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 And then you yeah. make a name for yourself and now you're in because it's just like we know who you are. Yeah. People oh, fuck with you. Yeah. It's like it's we crazy. know who let you are. Throw. Let them let them in. Yeah. I promise you if I let any of you guys sign me in ink, I'm gonna remember you the rest of my life. For the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I got stuck on a buoy yeah. in Florida and I had like crustaceans cut my legs up and shit. I got scars from that shit. But the person who convinced me to go swim to the middle of the ocean, I'll always remember. Because of the fucking scars. <laughs> wow. Set you up. <laughs> Alright, well, I mean, you guys convinced me. I guess I do see the value of what he's doing. It's unique. Not, not, I mean, he's literally the only person I know that's doing it. And you gotta remember, the only thing in life that you leave with is memories. That's it. It's all about memories. Like when you're when your body's over and you just have your brain, it's just like, damn, right. what have I done? What did I do? What can I think about that brings me joy? And he has over 300 signatures. 300 signatures that have a memory attached to it. I want mama find You're right. Signature. You're right. I want mama find myself. Plus, think about it, man. These people agreed to sign it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. They agreed to yeah. this. <laughs> Floyd didn't have to sign. Will didn't have to sign. So uh, this guy clearly has like some charisma or something with his personality that these people are like, yeah, I'll be down for this. And I respect it. They signed him. That's a sign of respect. Yeah. They don't sign nobody. They don't respect. Yeah. If I pass away and I was him, I would like, when I pass away, I would get them to like skin me. And no. I preserve my skin. Yes. And have it as for like For sure. A, it, you want to get stuffed? As stuff? like a... That's stuff. That's stuff. But take the skin just off. Just take the skin off. Just, and just have my what, signatures. Like, an like preserved. <laughs> I don't know, man. If you even be able just to preserve. preserve. You know what I would do? Yeah, you, you can do it. You can have, do it. Have me face down, shirt off, in my coffin. That's why you're going out. That's how I'm going out. Everybody got to see this. Everyone, everyone got to see this. Open oh, back. Open casket. Whatever happened to me, save the back. And then whoever <laughs> wants to sign before I go down, sign before I go in. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, you guys convinced me. That's kind of fire. That's, that's, fire. that's, that's crazy. That's, there's some value in that <laughs> it's shit. Definitely there's some value in that's that. There's a life value. Uh, next up, this was actually a little more more uh, chaotic than you would think you would see in a movie, but an Alabama corrections officer uh, was last seen with an inmate held on murder charges and there is a warrant out for their arrest. Uh, as of this recording, they are still not found. <laughs> what do you guys have to say about that? I'm gonna bring up the article and I'll kind of go into depth as to like what's happening with that. So, so <laughs> I'll start. So being a DC fan, what this reminded me of was Harley Quinn and Joker. Okay. Because she was bringing this guy for a psychoanalysis. Psycho, yep. 
psychoanalysis. That's what she put on the report that she was bringing him to get evaluated. evaluated. And then took this guy out of here. Yeah. So somehow he manipulated her into love to do this for him. And to this day, we can't find him. My guess is they're in some place that south of the border. Okay. That can't be extradited. She had a Maybe plan. Venezuela, maybe El Salvador. I don't know the extradition for El Salvador, but I'm guessing it's probably El Salvador. Yeah. So. Well, you can't get on a plane unless it's like a, a chartered, privately chartered plane. They're you're gonna have to have a passport. You're gonna look in the system. They're probably not on a plane. They yeah. They drove not. through the border. Even border is drive. They're probably got on a boat or something. But even then, yeah. you can you can get through the border. I don't know actually, but I feel like you can get through the border with an American fucking ID. Maybe. I feel like you can get there easier. Than easier. easier. <laughs> Way yeah. easier than it is to come here. Okay. So like, they'd be like, alright. Alright. She probably flashed her badge. They probably got some American money or something. They have, yo, they, what'd they say? I think she drew, what, drew some money? Yeah, said yeah. like $90,000. $90,000? No, state plant this shit. Yeah. $90,000 in one of those yeah. countries, you're good. You're yeah. fine. So essentially, you're they good. took the cop car, the patrol car from the station. They drove it like to a shopping plaza like 10 miles away. They ditched the cop car there, got into another car, and the car is like found like seven miles, seven hours away. Nice. And so they think that uh, something went wrong with that car, then they hijacked like another Has car to, to get to. away somewhere else. Those cars be having GPS. Yo. Yeah. And they, and they, they, they had the plan. They had a plan. It's commendable. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I want to be the nigga that be like, oh, blah, blah. But no, that was actually very, like, Strategic. My hats off to these niggas. They actually Strategic. did it. Nice. Chilling in El Salvador. Probably putting his money in Bitcoin. That's their <laughs> national currency now. Because niggas living crazy. Like Facts. So they just living like kings out there. Probably got a fat ass crib. If they got away. Probably. He, they they, they, they gone so yet. far. So far. But I don't think they got to another country. I'm rooting for them. No, they definitely got to another country. You think three, days? three days? Three days? Three days is a long time. I'm going to Trinidad and opening a business. It's either they're exactly where they always were, and they're looking for them elsewhere, and they're like right up under their noses, or they're gone. They're gone. It's either they're right up under their noses. Is there still wherever they're at? Where does it happen? Texas, right? Uh, where is this? This is Alabama. Oh, yeah. If they're still in Alabama, they're is there anywhere in the Gold Coast? Yeah, because I'm thinking Alabama's pretty close to some water. Yes, in the you, Gold you, Coast. You, you could get away. Yeah, you could you take can a charter boat a boat. straight to Mexico. You could charter some from boats Mexico, for sure. You go straight to El Salvador, straight to Venezuela, where there's no extradition, and you're good. Thanks for the tip. Okay. Good. Well, we'll see what happens with that. That's an ongoing story. We'll see what happens. That's literally something you see in movies. And they're like, probably still in Alabama. The shit that you see in movies. And they're going to get caught. And yeah. be like, you guys are They probably idiots. based their escape on something in a movie that. <laughs> they're probably going to be Mason's. found in New Orleans or something stupid like that. Like, go away. <laughs> get you, gotta, you gotta leave. Cause now you're going to jail forever. Forever! Yeah, you're going to jail forever. Like <laughs> and she ain't going to be with you, bro, so. She going to drop him so fast. Think about it, y'all thought y'all was smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, all the satellites tracking hey. that shit. They're mm-hmm. like, go ahead, pull out some money. I dare you. Mm-hmm. That's the last time she's going to be able to pull out any money any before money. they track her. He, he, he has to go to 
one of those countries I said, El Salvador, Venezuela, and just start a fishing business with the ninety thousand. Mexico's not good enough. No, because they'll extradite. No, Mexico will send you yeah, the fuck back. Yeah, yeah. They what? have an ambassador in Mexico. They have DEA running through that bitch in Mexico. Nah, you out. You can, nah, you're gonna you get caught. In, yeah. You know how many niggas went to Mexico and they got caught? Facts. <laughs> they think it's sweet in Mexico. Mexicans <laughs> went to Mexico. Now and you got live, if you live a if you live a quiet life in Mexico, then you'd be good. Yeah. But nah, that's not how that shit. If works. the U.S. Marshals are able to move around in Mexico. So if they have a little scent of your trail, you're getting yeah. caught. Yeah, you yeah. have to go somewhere where there's no extradition. You have to go to like, Russia, fucking, what are these crazy, Iran, Iraq, somewhere where America's so like, it's not worth it. We're not, we're not doing it. <laughs> he can stay. It's not worth it. He can stay. Where's Snowden go? Y'all got it, you got Russia. Russia. He went to Russia. Russia. Thing, Russia was like, we'll take him. Didn't he stay at like the airport though for yeah. like four days before? No, yeah, yeah. Edward Slo- uh, Edward Slo- Rush, or whatever. The airport is like the safe zone. It's just like where they make the decision on yeah. whether or not to take you in or not. But he was like, I can't leave. He was like, I, he was like, I cannot leave this airport because they are waiting for me. Nah, they're trying to get you. Uh, but next to us from this Alabama situation, uh, did you guys see Drake's troll game this week? Amazing. Yeah, I saw it. it His great. troll game is on master level. Yeah. So, uh, essentially what happened was, uh, Drake posted a comment, here it is right here, uh, he says, imagine your son makes the league and he's Ja or Mello, John Morant, uh, John Morant or, uh, Mello, what's his last Ball. name? Ball. Uh, or Lonzo, all you can do is be elated and competitive and all, and over-supportive and it's a rite of passage to that OGs talk shit. I know I'm gonna be this way even if my son is in a row, uh, Rubik's Cube competition. And then someone replied to that saying, your son probably playing with Ghost Riders. <laughs> so, so then Drake went back, he was like, I just follow your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. <laughs> the funniest thing about this is that the guy that commented looks just like Quentin Miller. Someone yeah. commented? Yeah, because the video that you showed of him having the interview on TMZ, mm-hmm. he looks just like Quentin. Which is the Which was the, which, the not supposedly. He okay, is the Okay, all right. Definitely the door God sweater. damn it. You started it. I know I started it, but I just wanted y'all to just like, okay, cool. So what do you, <laughs> anything, you want to talk about that? Not necessarily, like, Why? I, I mean, at the end of the day, this is how I feel about it. He's winning in the long run. The nigga who posted the comment under Drake's status, Drake was playing, he was having fun, but not only was he having fun, but he also put this nigga on the map. Yeah. He just had a TMZ uh, interview. He had to have gotten paid for that shit. I would have got paid for it. I wouldn't have said shit to TMZ unless they was like, okay, so like how much, you know, y'all gonna give me for this interview because y'all went to school. Yeah. And I have the scoop. Me and my bitch can come on there right now. And she has the evidence. And TMZ to be honest, is TMZ is probably not paying some regular. You know what they're doing? They're just giving their name some attention, and most people it's good. You think? I think TMZ really pays because they get everything. They could just be good journalists. They could be really good. Nobody's doing that for free. They could have spies. They're pretty sure they're paying him. So the way I see about this, he's winning. Dude's winning. He might be right. He's winning, but I think when he when people troll, you don't expect that these people have time 
to reply back directly and then do what he did, right? He, he went to find his girl's Instagram. He went and followed her. He DM'd her. And then he came back and messaged him like, yo, I decided to follow her for some excitement for her. Why not? That that's was fun. That's what I'm saying. I got time today. Yeah, I got time. I, I got time today. To everyone who's saying that, you know, like, he's like, nah. And, and, I, and I agree that sometimes that you do have to reply. Yeah. You do have to let them know like it's not all sweet all the time. Yeah. If I was if I was a mogul like Drake, I would definitely play with reality and I would play with like regular people. You I don't would just think... do stupid shit just for fun, just because I know how they would react. I would just be like Drake could literally take his girl if he wanted to. Yo, what? He could be like, yo, I'm flying you out to Miami no. right now. Maybe not. Let's not say definitely. No. I said maybe. Okay, maybe. Yeah. I said maybe. maybe. Yeah. She could she she could get flown out. She'll definitely get blown up <laughs> on a 747. And, and that, the nigga might be like, babe, you gotta go. Like, you yeah, know we get, you know what type of opportunities we can get from this? Babe, you gotta go. You gotta take that chance. You gotta take that trip with Drake, baby. Let's go. You don't want to let your own girl? Nigga, what? She on the first class flight? It depends how much I like my girl. <laughs> go for it. No, I'm not. I might still let her go. Cause she can still, cause she's shaking hands and moving. Like if Marie was, it was like, if Drake came up to Marie and was like, "Yo, I'm flying you out. We finna go. We finna go do this, this, that, and the third. I'm gonna know for a fact that Marie's gonna make opportunities out of that situation." Drake got time. A lot of celebrities been having time recently to cry back at some of uh, the people out there. But that's that shit is like literally like Michael Jackson's status though, like. You understand? Like he's literally the biggest artist in the world. Because yeah. if you can just have that interaction and then TMZ come try and get an it's interview. It's a lick. Yeah. I'm monetizing that. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's what he tried to do at the end too. He went back on like bro. the post. It was like, oh, I guess I should promote my yo, business. Yeah, I would be talking to my chick like, yo, do you know what we just did yeah. right now? It's a wrap. Yeah. Go you, you gotta oh, fuck it. Yeah, it's bad decision time. It's bad decision uh, time. But yeah, I mean, I think every couple, and we can take it there. I think every couple has like the list of people that's just okay. Like, yo, are we taking it there? I'm single. Wait, what are we fuck? talking about right now? <laughs> there's, no, there's no person <laughs> on the list there. Yeah, there's no. You don't have a Kevin, list. Kevin, you wouldn't let your girls go do something with a celebrity. If Drake flies a chick out, you mad at her? No, no. I can do that. I can't do it personally. Nah, I can't. Okay, see? Check. See? I'm gonna need a check. I'm gonna need a check for that. And the check gonna be a separation check. Wait, <laughs> 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 that's all. That's all fact. Freely, you can go. God needs the money first. Thanks for that direct eye contact. Positivity is everything. Polar, we see you. How you doing, man? Uh, so yeah, we'll just jump right into the next topic. Polar! Uh, Rick Ross calls out... <laughs> My guy. Rick Ross calls out the NFT and Metaverse uh, gurus and tells them to show and prove Chat. that they are Shut making up. money. Shout out to everybody watching. Happy Cheers Monday. to everybody. Happy holiday. Enjoy. Sorry. Woo! And I'm going to go ahead and post this link. Uh, from Rick Ross. This nigga. So what do you guys have to say about that? We seen this clip. So this is a Rick Ross clip about crypto? About crypto. About he wanted them to show and prove. He's like, I got money. I could show it. 
I have money, excuse me. He was like showing his house and everything. But then he called out the crypto people. So in my personal opinion, I do believe that Rick Ross made a bold move. I, I definitely commend him on it. Um, and I think that he is legitimately calling out the crypto community saying like, hey, y'all are talking big shit about this shit. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he just got onto it. Maybe he's just now understanding what cryptocurrency can do. But right now he's basically saying like, us rappers, we out here showing that this shit Some, is no, working. No. I think he's this coming rap from shit a, work. I think he's coming from a business aspect. This yeah. business because shit work. Because remember, we're, yeah. we're calling him a business. rapper, but calling him a rapper is kind of degrading his his, uh, his, his rally empire. his rally deal or what's a checkers deal. Checkers. He's a businessman his, as well. His, Absolutely. His Maybach music. Maybach music. Yeah. Bel Air. Yeah. yeah. Fucking. He makes deals. Wingstop. Wingstop. Yeah. He's everywhere. It's, that's, that's calling him a rapper is degrading him. Right. He's so, a business. He's a businessman. So basically, and he's saying, "What's he saying? Sh- show I have me. real money. What's up? Out here, all you guys are talk. You're talking." You are talking. Yeah, I have real money with like real. To use rap just to get into all those things. That yeah, that's say. true. But that's nothing wrong with that. What you get? Because there's been so many rappers that have just rapped. Yeah. And then went away. Yeah. There's few rappers that went into rap and then went into business. Shout out Chameleonaire. Yeah. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? Nas. Nas. <laughs> Jay. Jay. Uh, Let's talk about the big ones. Probably even Drizzy, Drizzy. at this point. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Yeah. Snoop. Dre. Like, well, I, I, will, I won't put Snoop in there because Snoop's has been. No, Snoop's no, actually acquired he's, some he's, shit. He's yeah. acquired. Death Row. He, he's acquired yeah. some shit. Yeah. He's acquired some shit. And he's the president of Def Jam. Yeah, but I'll, I'll say because he's more into like. The, the, the light line. Yeah. The limelight. Not really the business acumen. Yeah. So I get why you said that, but. But, but I won't take that from it. Yeah, he's very business minded too. You see all of his commercials. Yeah, and I think a lot of rappers too have watched Hove. I think Hove is the gold standard for he every is. rapper he, for to me, be like, yeah. and even Puff at a, at a certain oh, extent Puff. to be like, you know, this yeah, rap even show. Nas. Yeah, even yeah. Nas. For Those rapper, are my top three. Yeah, yeah. For for them to be like, well, rap is just a certain a level. Yeah, it's a step. Yeah, it's just a step. It's a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone to get into your bag, yeah. so that you can use your bag. Direct to eye contact actually gave us some more people. Said Ice T, Ice Cube, LL Cool J proves that they were first rappers that moved from rapping into acting. So that's them too, because they true. they definitely expanded. But you got their, you got Will Smith. You got yep. uh, Will Smith uh, started. Okay, even Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is probably the most talented person in Hollywood. Absolutely. There's a lot of examples. Yeah. Interesting. It is. It is interesting. I, I feel like, I just feel like it's it's recent. I mean, he's allowed to question, question that shit. The NFT yeah. shit. Because what we see is a whole bunch, from the NFT shit, we see a whole bunch of already rich people. Getting richer off it. Get richer off it. He's saying, who made the bag off it? Yes. Who made the bag off it? Yeah. Crypto. Show me a crypto millionaire. Show me somebody that's switching his money to dollars and playing yeah. in the house that I got with the cars that I got. Yeah. He's just saying, show me. But I also think it's kind of like a dare because like he's basically saying, I have the money. Yeah. I have the assets. Because at the end of the day, it only takes one person to be a whale. Depending on how much money yeah. you have, you can make or break 
any ecosystem, whether it's the stock market, whether it's cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. if you have enough equity, mm -hmm. you can literally push like Elon Musk when he had that Saturday Night Live shit. Dogecoin went to 76 shit. Person. But that, like, but motherfuckers made. Bang. But that's motherfucking what, he, but that's what he's saying. He's saying, like, what's up? Show me somebody that didn't make their money off some other shit, and they made their money just straight off crypto. crypto. Yeah. And if, and but what happens when they show him? Is he going to become an investor? He probably will he prob shout you out. Yeah, he's probably already investing in like the mainstream joints. Or he's gonna. Or tell maybe you, he's trying to make it more mainstream by bringing it exactly, to the limelight. Exactly. Because he will do that. He will. He'll be yeah. like, it could be an elaborate pull up. Ooh, yeah. Make me a bag. Make me a bag. Make me a bag, and I'll make you. I make you a bag. A collaborative. Make me a bag, and I'll make you a bag. That's like the susu piece for crypto. It's genius. And he did it with Bel Air. If he read his book. He, he always promotes something way before it's on the map for real. Yeah. So he'll do free promo, free all types of shit. And the next thing you know, the person who created the shit is coming to him with a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So we don't know what his plan is, but right now, cryptocurrency, he's bringing awareness to it, which is what we need in the community for mass adoption. Yeah. Because once a mass adoption takes place, we're nowhere near mass adoption. No so imagine yet. if you have a couple of different currencies. Polar. And mass adoption take place with billions of people on Earth. So let's just jump right into the next topic, which was... Oh, you know what? I remember we was going to try to talk about Justin Bieber being banned by Ferrari. Then I said, fuck that. Because I feel like that's stupid. Do you okay. guys want to talk about that? Um, I mean... Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's do a little, like... Like, just, jump shooter. Right. Well, Justin Bieber is banned from buying another Ferrari. And here is their rationale. Let me pull up the article real quick. Uh, Bieber had the Ferrari 451 as part of his collection in 2015. Uh, da -da -da. They have certain principles, for example, to take care of the car, maintain a, a appropriate behavior behind the wheel. Kind of like any other car company, right? Yeah. Uh, so it says Ferrari did not take lightly the Bieber's parking in his car, leaving it for two weeks and then forgetting where it was. It was a member of his own staff that had managed to track it down. Ferrari also said that he did not, uh, they did not like uh, when owners modified the appearance of their cars and Bieber not only changed the color, but then auctioned it off. And as of last week, Ferrari has declined to veto any future purchases from Justin Bieber. Go ahead. Um, fucking who cares? Who cares? That's rich biggest problems. I feel yeah, that's like, rich biggest problems only because it's like, okay, I bought the car. And no matter what type of standards they may have for themselves, I should have the autonomy to do whatever the fuck I want with my car. Yeah. yeah. Especially if I bought it out cash. Yeah. If I bought that shit cash, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want with it. I can blow that shit up. That's what I said. If I was Justin Bieber, I would take that fucking car. I'll put some dynamite in that motherfucker and I will blow that bitch to pieces. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only because I paid for that shit and the simple fact that I'm Justin Bieber driving the car should bring you some type of influence, but instead you want to talk about what type of, you know, ideology you have for yourself and the people who buy the car. You shouldn't be able to control what they do with the car. It's their car. It is their car. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. If I paid cash, it's just, I got the title, I got the pink slip. It's mine. It's fine. You can't tell me what to do with something that yeah. is completely mine. If it's a lease or something, I understand, but he auctioned it off, so I'm assuming that he paid that off. Yeah. Because you're not going to auction something that still has payments on payments it. Payments on it, yeah. So, if it's his, I think Ferrari is kind of just 
bugging. Yeah, overstepping. Overstepping. It's like, bro, be happy that they're still buying Ferraris. Yeah, you gotta be happy that a name like Justin Bieber is even touching your car. Right. Mm-hmm. They gotta understand this isn't like 1974 versus Ferrari. Yeah. Like the movie, like this guy is one of the biggest artists in the world. He's driving your car. If he's trying to modify it to do whatever he's trying to do with it, let him. Let him. Like literally we saw in the Otis video these niggas chop up a fucking Uh, what was it, a Maybach? A Maybach. And Maybach had nothing to say about that. Yeah. Let's take the publicity and go with it. Just take the publicity and fucking roll with it. I get it. Your your standard is high intensity people that are not in that hip hop world or music world that you look down on, but that music world literally drives everything at this point. So it is what it is. Ferrari, relax. Simmer yourself. Simmer. Simmer down. Simmer down. Uh, so we are just going to keep going right into the next uh, topic. Uh, we'll just get right back into the shit. Dave Chappelle, he got attacked uh, during the week when he, he was giving his uh, his show at the Netflix uh, Is a Joke Festival in California. Uh, and then a fan, I won't even say a fan, I don't think a fan would do that. Uh, but someone ran up on stage and tackled him, uh, and it was all caught on video. So, uh, what do you guys have to say about that? It was later uh, shown that he had like uh, a switchblade disguised as a gun. Uh, <laughs> the DA dropped it from a felony to a regular charge, and Dave Chappelle tried to get them to bring it back to a felony, him and his lawyers. Uh, what do you guys have to say about that? Is this Will's fault? There's so much different ways this can go into. I feel like it's kind of Will's fault. Like, and a, and a lot of comedians behind the scenes, if you follow their podcast, have felt that. Yeah. Felt, have felt that, right? They're talking about it. They're like, he literally made it okay for people to attack comedians because they feel attacked. Yeah. So, this, I think this is coming off that. It's really bad. It, it could have been worse. Could have been worse because he had the he weapon. He had the knife, right? He had a weapon. He had a weapon on him. It was a, a knife. I actually posted it here. And so. I'm glad people showed the picture of this guy because he was fucked up. So I'm posting this link here that has the picture <laughs> of the weapon. Uh, and then here's the link from the actual like fight, the altercation, and then afterwards when Chris Rock, oh, whoops, didn't mean for that to start. And when Chris Rock came on stage, was like, "Is that Will Smith?" Uh, and all that other stuff. So, Amir, what do you have to say about that? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have been talking about Dave Chappelle in a certain light ever since he started his comedy specials and. He has his perspective about certain things, so am I surprised that it happened? No, not really. You're not surprised that someone else ran on stage? No, I'm not surprised. Okay. I'm not surprised that it's not even about Will Smith. Like, I, I didn't even know that y'all was gonna bring him into it, mainly because, like, the whole scrutiny behind the shit that Dave Chappelle has been saying for the past couple of years, that shit is actually sticking with him, and there's people who feel passionate about 
his rhetoric, and I think this would have happened regardless if Will Smith went on stage. Because Dave Chappelle is so controversial that somebody's going to act out of anger only because Dave Chappelle refuses to get off of whatever train he's on. So you think this is well-deserved? I don't think nothing is deserved. Do you think this is because... I'm sure it's because of his last stand-up where he received a lot of hate from it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that there's people who act out of anger. They were saying this guy was trans. That he's part of the LGBTQ. But I don't think... He's like a a rapper that had like a song called Dave Chappelle like two years ago or something like that. Yeah. So I don't think he... I don't know. I think he's a... I don't know. I don't want to talk for him, but I really feel like it's just a rapper trying to get clout. In a really bad way? In a really bad way. And his hand twist. His hand was like this. No, his arm was like this. <laughs> Dang. Y'all didn't have to stomp him out like that. Yeah, no, they had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything the, he got. Yeah, the example people were saying is if he actually used a weapon and stabbed and oh, killed no. Dave Chappelle, you can't he would have been killed on sight. Yeah. So I was like, nah, he got what he deserved. We have to pre- a good stop yeah. out for you stopping yeah. a show? Yeah. Nah, you deserved that. You had yeah. a weapon on you, yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. You had a weapon. You could have caused harm to the greatest comedian, comedian of, of all time. time. Of our generation, yeah. You, sure. You're catching these stomps. Our truth teller. Yeah. He's lucky he's not a felony. He deserves it to be a felony. Shout out, shout out, uh, Buster Rhymes, Jamie Foxx. And if I was there, I would stop his ass a few times. For real, yeah. for real. Uh, direct <laughs> eye contact says. Uh, oh, I just saw where you just said. Uh, With high wall ball security proves that they were scared as shit about getting fired or sued for not catching that stuff. Agreed. That is big on security of that facility because this goes back to what we was talking about. Uh, Astroworld, and that was the yeah, big thing. That was bad. <laughs> so it's like the the venue does have some responsibility for that. And then you gotta ask his crew, how did this random guy end up on stage? So he made it past with the, the weapon. Yeah, he made it past the venue security with the weapon. And then he got past the regular the goals of your personal security and your people. He got the got he got past those people as well and was able to get to Dave. But credit to Dave for not being tackled to the ground until like the very end. He held his own. (laughs) Very bad form for whatever that guy's name for trying to tackling him and not doing it properly. Yeah, so for sure. He deserved the stop out. And uh, unfortunately, I do think the president is set that this is going to be something that more people are going to try to do for. They need to, yeah. Comedians need to be ready for this. Yeah. But don't pop nobody on stage. Yeah. No, so like, uh, one of my keep security. I watch. Security uh, I watched the Flagrant Foul podcast. That's uh Andrew Schultz and uh, I mean I mean Akash. I forgot his name. Excuse me if I said it wrong. Uh, but essentially, uh, they're big on the crowd work. That's how they got so big, right? So mm-hmm. crowd work is basically them going to, like through the crowd and cracking jokes for whoever's in the stadium. Mm-hmm. And that's how Andrew Schultz became Andrew Schultz. And that's how uh, Akash, that's his name, Akash is following in his steps and doing the same shit, but Akash is small. He said he's like 5'5 five, five or lower. So he's, he's like... He's going to get beat up. Yeah, so he, that's why he says whenever he's crowd working, he tells everyone before the show starts, like, if, you, if I start joking on you, if you don't want to have it, Give me a sign and I'll just move yeah. on so he doesn't have to be a thing. But you're yeah. coming to a comedy show, you gotta expect a comedian I'll to be, be like, a comedian. Bring it, bring it. 
Yeah. So it's like Andrew Schultz was like, he was like, oh no, nah, they can come on stage if they want, because he's a boxer. He does the boxing too. He was like, yeah, he was like, he's like 150 pounds. But still, I think. <laughs> I think comedians do now have to be on a swivel with that as no, you do something. not box. You do not want to. You do not tell people. Yeah, you don't tell people that I'm a boxer, or you don't tell people. Yeah, bring it on. Try you even more because you're gonna run into somebody that is 270 pounds. And they don't care, and he's gonna crush Andrew Schultz. That's just what it is. He literally has to be like, bro. He needs to get security. Yeah. He needs all, to be, all comedians need all security. All comedians at this point need security. Yes. So because there's no longer a game out there. He can oh, think I. He can think his hands are good, but that guy is literally 170 pounds yeah. soaking wet. Yeah. True. Give a person like me your, or your brother or anybody a, a 170 pound person soaking wet? Yeah. Might get bench pressed on stage. So bro. what So what do you have to say about uh, Chris Rock? This is like his first time saying something about the whole Will Smith thing. I love it. Do you think that, that was a great, that was a great moment. That was a part of perfect time for him to say perfect something. moment. Hey, is I that Will Smith? Because it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I get why he did it because he said you'd have to pay me. But he when you're on the stage with the greatest comedian alive, why not shout out a shot right there? Yeah. When he got attacked, just like you got attacked. Yeah. Because let's not let's not pull punches. Both of them got attacked. They did during their set. So if the greatest comedian alive got attacked too randomly. I'm gonna. And he had the platform. And he had the platform, just like you had the platform when you got attacked. Yeah. Amazing platform to have. You're gonna shoot your comedian Absolutely. shot. Yeah. Put it. Put it in history. Put if it, it lines up, you're gonna take the shot. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna take the shot. Absolutely. And it needed to be done because I know a lot of people are on Will Smith's side, but he bugged out. Yeah, yeah, no. Will I Smith think he bugged wrong. out too. So I think Chris Rock should put the pressure on this thing and talk about that shit every chance yeah. he gets because Will Smith played him. And he's also dealing with people no longer caring. Oh, Who? Don't you fucking start. Because you got to think of <laughs> I want to go fucking off. <laughs> <laughs> but you also gotta think about like the whole situation, right? If what happens if another fan does that? That's a sense that he set the president. If the, if, it's if, different though, because that's Will Smith, the Fresh Prince, walking up to but, another comedian, but, not but, expecting but, that. But, compared who, to, but yeah, niggas that we look that up either. to, niggas who look up to, we think he did that. I can do it too. Everybody thinks that. Mm. Niggas saw Barack Obama become president. Niggas was like, I can do that too. Niggas seen Hussein Bolt run a 9.5 in a fucking 100 meter. I can I do can, that too. I gotta be able to do that, yeah. Like, if I work at it, I can do that too. You gotta be careful when you set presidents. And that was a president. You walked onto one of the biggest stages. Nobody 20 was million people game. watching. Yeah. Different area code. Different countries. Yeah, you still did that. And everybody you was somebody. And everybody's guard was down. Because you felt a type of way. 
comedians always talk to niggas. After laughing Andrew about Schultz, it. Just Andrew Schultz point. Andrew Schultz, uh, the little... Akash on the podcast too does the same thing. I've seen I've seen where he was literally berating a black woman talking about this is why they don't date you. What if she got on stage and fucked that nigga up? Mm. I saw that and I was like, she has the right to get on stage and fuck him up. What if that happened? So you think there needs to be some I guess changes with comedy because no, you come no, to no. a stand-up no, show, no. don't you want? I think comedy? I think I think com- comedics, comedians. I always agree with them. That's the last form of um, the First Amendment. Yeah, saying what you want to say. If and, you and, if you paid to come to my show, why can't I make jokes about you? Not even that, but I feel like you should have the right to say whatever. Because mm-hmm. that job is literally you're on stage by yourself, like. Music artists, yeah, is literally they have a DJ, they have a hype man, they got, I got my nigga behind yeah. me. They're literally on stage with their voice and their wit, talking about like, life and trying to be funny. If they're not funny, they're gonna get booed out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just them. It's nobody else getting booed out with them. It's just them. But if they're funny, and then it's a success, because it's just them. They get all the gravity, all the. Glory. All the glory. Regardless of how controversial it is, it did numbers. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, I feel like it sets a, dig- a dangerous president for him just to walk up and smack somebody. And now I think that Dave Chappelle shit was straight off of that. Mm. Like, cause we never seen nothing like that. Mm-mm. We've seen com- comedians talk crazy about everybody. From the 70s about white folks. And it's supposed to just be all good. 60s. And 80s. what Chris Rock said wasn't even that bad. No, even, even And then he laughed, he laughed at it. Yeah. And, and to be honest, Jada wasn't even that mad when he first said it. Like, yeah, at the she first second, she rolled her eyes like, ha ha ha. But like, Will Smith got on stage and was like, We yeah, even just... saw the dude from Seinfeld say the N word because he felt Kramer. attacked by the black guy. He said, Yeah. Those guys didn't go on stage and stomp him the fuck out. Yeah. They just fucking left. So it's like, if if people could take that, I mean, he got canceled for that. He did. But, which he probably should have, not denying that. Mm -hmm. But his physical harm was never In in jeopardy that night. Compared so, to what just happened with So, or, if niggas can move past that, I feel like, bro, you just gotta leave comedians alone. Just go, just go home. Don't pay for the show if you can get mad if you get joked on. Go home. <laughs> go home. <laughs> you know what? Unless when you buy the ticket, they now have to put something on there for like giving consent to get joked on or some shit like that. C-A- C-A- Two through A five said they don't want to be joked on, so you gotta let's skim over and work. But I think about it as like emotional intelligence. Like if you've done the work and you have the meditations and you do the shit, like there's no reason why that shit should bring you to get out your seat, walk on stage, unbutton your jacket and smack the shit out of somebody in front of twenty million people. There's you you haven't you haven't you done it. Check. You haven't done life's work. 
Yeah. You're literally acting out of emotion. And he lost a whole bunch of business deals. He lost a whole bunch of different opportunity because he wasn't able to internalize that moment and handle it in a different way. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, Direct eye contact says with people uh, that feel they can put their hands on people they don't agree with proves that people will take things to the next level for whatever justification they can manufacture. Absolutely. Yeah. So whatever they make themselves believe. Completely agree. Completely. Um, So on to that, I guess we could just quickly talk upon... Uh, Kanye West is being sued for the illegal use of a pastor's religious speech on Donda. Um, if he couldn't get the clearance, I would have still released it if I was him. I'm a billionaire nigga, so it's like, okay, if, if, if you figure out this is your shit, cool, I'll pay you whatever I owe and whatever royalties or whatever the case may be. But I wouldn't take it as anything serious. I don't know, because everybody, every rapper, it, it's a part of the label's job to make sure that you clear a sample. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you can't fucking the fact (laughs) the fact that you can't clear it you gotta leave that alone. Like his his label should have figured out like no this person doesn't want your sample in there unless you pay a certain amount of money. So what are you doing? Yeah. What he wants to do. I guess he probably just thought he... he Maybe there's a couple of ways to kind of think of it. One, maybe he just thought that he couldn't get in contact with this guy, so it was like, oh, whatever. Uh, maybe it was two. Uh, he, he reached out to them, sent the invoice or whatever he needed to get it cleared, just never got it back in time, and just was like, I'll deal with the ramifications later. later whenever I'm going to still put it out. Which and I I'll think just, would be more positive. And I'll just pay this guy off whenever he comes, because he's mm-hmm. probably going to come. Mm-hmm. Right? And and one, it probably shows someone, the pastor's not probably listening to Donda, so it's probably who told the pastor, someone in the church or wherever the, he's he's a pastor of, probably told him, like, yo, I just heard your pre- your sermon yeah, on this God. song. Yeah. So that's probably what happened. The album's been out now for mad long. So he probably just heard it. was like, yo, pastor, I just heard your sermon on Donda. The pastor's like, what? But rappers literally be talking about clearances are the hardest shit. Yeah, to get done. To get done. So you have to realize, like, bro, you have to clear everything. You have to clear speeches. You have to clear beats. You have to clear everything. When nigga doesn't want his shit cleared, don't put it on your album. Yeah. So he deserves that shit. I'm not gonna lie. Kanye deserves to get sued if you didn't clear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's also, a check. Also, I don't think that it's going to be that big of a lawsuit for Kanye. Like, how much can it really be? Yeah, right? he'll, Maybe yeah he'll get... He'll, he'll he, he's going to get a couple hundred thousand to a mil, if anything, yeah. and then he's on his way. Absolutely. All right, so uh, on to the next topic. Don't really feel there's really much in there. Uh, let's see. You talked about Dave... Uh, let's see. Uh, earlier this week, we got some big news in the country. Uh, this is kind of going to take us down the more serious uh, route. The leaked draft of the Supreme Court shows they're going to get rid of the Roe versus Wade decision and abortion and ban abortions. 
Uh, and a lot of uh, states have been kind of uh, saying that they're going to kind of still allow it. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stiff, for example, uh, signed a bill into uh, a law into bill modeled after the controversial Texas uh, abortion law. Uh, he's actually, well, this isn't good. He's actually doing what Texas did. He said that they're going to uh, reward the private citizens for snitching on anyone getting abortions at other clinics. Mm. Uh, so what do you guys have to think about that, about the whole Roe versus Wade thing? Uh, now it's time to get a little bit more serious. Yeah, you want to go? Yeah, sure. I'm going to keep it kind of simple. In my opinion, being an American citizen, depending on what state you live in is depending on what rights you have, right? So I do know that it's hard to just pick up and leave wherever you were born or wherever you actually put your roots in. Um, but if you don't like what's going on in that particular state, you have the freedom and the autonomy to move where your shit rocks. Mm-hmm. So if Roe versus Wake is overturned, which I don't have no particular opinion about it, I'll let the people speak for themselves. Um, but if it does happen, you know, there's going to be places where you can go where if that's the option that you want to have, you know, you might want to consider moving to that particular state. Um, and long story short, and if you don't like the state that you're currently living in with the rules that they have set aside for you, then it might not be somewhere that you want to grow your roots. So true. at the end of the day, I do understand that it's a pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. I do understand that it's very controversial. Um, but I do also understand politics and personally, I don't want to live inside of a state where my rights aren't recognized when every state has the right to recognize certain rights. If that even makes any sense. That makes sense. I'll say this, right? I think the big thing about this is because this is not the first time Roe has come under fire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They already said in precedence that this is American law. The state already, I mean, the Supreme Court already ruled on it. They did it on Casey versus another case. Mm -hmm. I forgot what that case was. And then Roe came after that and Mm -hmm. they they ruled on Roe twice. So this is the land of the law. That's why when Trump elected these justices, they kept asking them, all of them said they all heard they it. All they all got asked that they, question. Yeah, and they all said it's the land of the law. At this point, and they all switched, and now now switched it's a big class. switch. Yeah. So America is not trusting the Supreme Court, this is which is big, dangerous. It's a big case because they literally there's checks and balances, and and the Supreme Court is. The check. The check and balance. And the balance. Yeah. Of course, the legislative branch can solidify a law, mm-hmm. but the Supreme Court If anything comes derives, the they describe yeah. the law. They see how it's written and they see how it was applied. So they're literally the check. So it's literally like, if you don't trust this form of government, that form of government to check these other forms of government is it that successful mm-hmm. it's tipping it's are we, starting to, are we starting to see the cracks in the American democracy it's been a crack in the American democracy is it, we're not beginning to see it every, it's always been cracks every, every, in every, our history at least every civilization 
literally has a fall and rise. Mm-hmm. This might be all superpowers fall. fall. This might be a superpower fall for America because they're. It's too political. It's just too political. There's only two political parties, and and the checks and balances aren't working. The checks working. are becoming more politically shifted. So it's very crazy. It's they opinionated said, politics. Yeah, they said Roe was literally on the books. So niggas already ruled on this before. Hmm. So now everything that was ruled before is open game. Gay marriage was mm-hmm. supposed to be a thing. That's up for debate now. Like everything is up for debate. And once a president is set, it's supposed to be set. You can't play with it. They're playing games. They're playing like, real games. They're with playing games like the state. Level. The state can decide, but that's the big game that you're playing. So if this shit goes through, then it was a leak. But I feel like if it's this an, is if, intentional if, leak. If you want to play games like this, yeah. then you deserve to get leaked. Yeah. That's what you're doing, cause Congress gets Somebody leaked. Somebody was like, nah. the presidency gets leaked. Yeah. Like if if niggas is gonna leak shit, and you're gonna play this game, a political game, then you deserve to get leaked. Like yeah. there's no like no, the court is a system, and a court is tight, so it's like every justice is their own legal office. Yeah. Right. Every justice, there's what, seven justices, eight justices, whatever. Everyone is their own legal office. So, if you're going to play these political games where you're going to make decisions on your political standing, when you're supposed to be ruling the law, the law is, if a president is set, you don't touch that. Because these are from justices from 1930, 1940, like... These are set rules that have already been dealt with. Yeah. They already but have, you have to realize They already like, had their rules. All this shit comes right after an insurrection. Like, politics is not what it used to be at all. Because once, once people decided, hey, I'm going to storm the Capitol, old, old technology comes into play when it comes to overthrowing government and, and basically saying, hey, this is how I feel about it. I'm willing to overthrow, like I'm willing to storm the fucking capital for what I believe in. That's a very dangerous precedent to have. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So not only did we come from a place where people was getting killed in the capital, stormed, trampled, all types of shit, all because of their ideology on whether or not the president is still the sitting president. And if there's going to be a new president that comes into power, these are dangerous games that embarrass the plan. So when Jamal says that, you know, we're at a pivotal point in American history when it comes to politics, that's true. Because Donald Trump has power that could actually change the whole power dynamics depending on who his supporters are, who he endorses, even if he's not in the running for it. It's very scary. It's very scary. So I follow politics from college, right? Mm -hmm. Since the Obama administration. I've seen... Him being able, not being able to legislate, but having to use his power through executive orders. That's very dangerous, I feel like. Then, 
switch up where his presidency caused local state legislation to go straight right. Mm-hmm. That's where that's why they're able to kick off voting laws and doing all this and changing that up. Very dangerous. And then Washington doesn't legislate anymore. It's literally, do you have 60 votes? You don't have 60 votes because yeah. it's 50-50. So even if you have 52, you can't get shit all... That's why they're the, trying to get rid of the filibuster. Yeah, but you can't... I don't feel like you should get rid of the filibuster either. Like... There has to be an in-between ground where everybody can fucking just get it done. We did. We saw that with Obamacare. He got that through. We saw that with uh, Biden's fucking um, uh, infrastructure bill, the first part of it. Like, it should be like, can you get the other side to mess with this? legislation like we have to get back to legislating like identity politics like i don't feel like people should have abortions i don't feel like people should be teaching about other sexes but they give votes their votes off of the emotions of the people not necessarily the, the but but politics. senate not senate not the senate but like um, the state, not the state. The representatives. Representatives. They play like the house they because the their their district is just so blue or so red that they have to do identity politics because this is how these people in this area feel. Yeah. But you're standing this country at a standstill. Like we can't move in. There's nothing. No happening. direction. Nope. And For a while. And there's autocracies out there that are literally, if if she from China says we're moving in this direction, then they're moving the in that direction. Whole, the whole country's moving in that direction. If fucking Putin says Russia's moving in this direction, then they're moving then in that direction. They're moving in that direction. America's the only one that's like, we're in the middle. Please, please. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do that. Most of the time, they, they, can do it for big issues that are necessary, but when it moves the country forward, we're stuck because of identity politics. And you just need to get back to legislating, like depending, like trying to trying to legislate what people learn in school is fucking fucked up. It is trying to trying to say other. I mean. That's, That's small politics. Direct eye contact says with California, Oregon, Washington, and many other states prove that they are working off an agenda and not the will of the people. But the middle but I can say the same thing about the middle of the country. They're not working off the will of the people. The Middle East. And then I mean like the Midwest. Yeah, the Midwest. Like yeah, not they're not working off the will. And not even the Midwest, people? the Deep South. Deep there's South a lot of too? there's a lot of different places like, like this. Like, you can say the same thing. That's the identity shit I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, you gotta let that shit go. Like... It's not about... It's not about politics. It's about what our opinion is. About how people should live their lives. Yeah. Outside of get, our reality. You gotta get Step out of that Step outside of your shit. shoes. Yes. And figure out what humanity is. You gotta whatever get humanity is, is what you should be about. Everybody's... Everybody's political 
both the right and the left. It's selfish. It's all identity shit. Yeah. And you don't want to I feel like shit that out. person should do what I feel like they should do. You so got, politics started getting way too heavily. Opinionated. It's getting too... It's getting too in a in a vacuum. It's literally like people that all agree with so bubble. Yes, a bubble or or a vacuum. My people are doing this shit. My your people are doing this shit. Get when, down or lay down. Exactly. Where we if can't you're not move with, at if all. If you're not with us, I ain't approving nothing you got on the table. And I'm fine with being a stillman. Because they're getting paid yes, of and I'm fine with being like there's multiple different countries and civilizations that are ahead of America and, and everybody want to talk about America. That's like, why I don't understand why land. Biden wanted to be president. Like he he can't he comes from a time when legislation was legislation. I could talk to the right. These guys are my best friends. But that was his platform. And. That's why they say he won because he could pull the both sides together. But he should have seen that the black guy couldn't do it, the fucking reality star couldn't do it. What makes you think they would take you? Old to? school technology, bro. It's 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 <laughs> so bad, bro. I don't know who wants to be president next, but you probably shouldn't be. And the next president is probably gonna be more even dangerous than the previous than the president, previous yeah. three, four, five presidents we've had so it's a lot going on right now in america whew. america's walking a tight rope fuck it we'll see if we can get through Kenny. I'm uh, getting third. let's see uh next topic we got here is cardi b says she is a prisoner of fame uh she wishes to be rich and not famous who cardi b oh, I know <laughs> well let me say this and I'll post the link in here for y'all so y'all can see the video. Thoughts? There's pros, and cons being, <laughs> there's pros and cons to being famous. So after I heard Cardi B say what she said, um, I would rather be familiar more so than famous. Like I want people to, in certain industries and in certain backgrounds and certain areas, I want people to be like, oh yeah, that's a mirror. Mm-hmm. But do I want the fame of the people, like common folk? I don't think that's something that I would want in my everyday life, only because I want to be able to live a normal life and be able to go to the store, be able to go to this place, go to that place without having to think about my persona. Wait, 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 wait. I don't mean to interrupt you, but you're definitely the guy that says he wants fame <laughs> and the riches. You both. want fame just as much as the riches. I do, but to a certain extent. If that makes any sense. So yes, I do want I want the notoriety, mm-hmm. like I want to be well known. Yeah. But do I want the fame? Like do I want everybody to be like, oh shit, that's a mirror? No. Mm. I want niggas to be like, who the fuck is that nigga? And I why think you is do he want here? that. Maybe I do. You say that a lot. I don't know. You said that like last week when we was talking about this. Yeah. I think he definitely want to be famous. I wouldn't mind you, being famous. You want to be like. A-lab, A-lab. I wouldn't mind it though. Like I don't understand like the scrutiny. Like I understand that it may be stressful, etc. But it comes with perks. It does come. It with comes perks. with perks. Like the one thing I realize about motherfuckers who are famous, once they get to a certain level, shit is free. A lot of things is free once you're. Shit is free. Yep. You're you no wanna, longer paying. You want a whole new wardrobe? Guess what? Gucci's gonna sponsor you. Beyonce shit. just sent me a whole fucking wardrobe. Yeah. For free. Yeah. Because she wants me to post it on Instagram. Yeah. And that's what, that's part of the whole famous thing though, unfortunately. You got 
there's things, there's pros and cons to everything. And the cons of being famous is guess what? Everyone's gonna be in your face even when you don't want to be. be in your face. You have no, nowhere to hide unless you're in your home. But if you and want to disappear, you can. You, how? When you're a global you celebrity, Cardi B can't just disappear randomly in the world, hope not to be found. Find somewhere that's remote. She can find somewhere that's remote. Well, like a random island, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But anywhere, she's not gonna live there twenty-four yeah, seven. Anywhere, anywhere she goes, she's will she will be noticed. Is that a bad? She's thing, a global though? celebrity. I don't want fame. I just want the money. I don't want to be famous. I'm I'm too much of an introvert already to where like I don't want too much people knowing me. It's like yeah, I put on like I'm a very I seem very personable. Well, how much times do you guys try to get me to go out? How much times do I go out? Never. Maybe twenty percent, zero percent of the time, five to ten percent of the time. But if you look at me on this podcast, you're like, oh, this guy doesn't he goes out all the time. No. No. <laughs> like, so, like, nah, I completely understand. Tupac said it best. All I want is money. Uh, fuck the fame. I'm a simple man. And I feel the same way. The money, I, I could take the money without the fame, and I would be perfectly fine. Uh, the fame, with everyone knows you, like Cardi's, Cardi said, comes with so much different things where it feels, seems like she's in a principal's office every single day. But that's day. only perception. It's just like, what if I don't feel like that? Like, what if... Everybody's perception of my reality is how they feel. Yeah, and everyone's I'm gonna, just, everyone's and I'm gonna just take, chilling. Everyone's gonna take their fame differently too. Yeah, I just think that she's, I just, I, she's having a hard time, and that's understandable, hundred percent. No, she's not just having a hard time. She's literally feeling like it's. She has a fucking magnifying glass on her life. Yeah, I understand. That's that. the fame. Yeah. That's the fame. But I feel like I feel like Beyonce and Jay Z did a really good job at becoming incognito with their relationship and how they present themselves to reality yep. to where they can still have that inclus- inclusive inclusivity. Yeah, that shit. And they're still actually able to be able to like say, Hey, reality we're here, but guess what? We're also gone. Yeah. Like, we, we we control what we give to y'all. So I believe that there's power in fame, but there has to be a certain way that you do it. Like it has to be, yeah. or else you're going to be overwhelmed. It's the precedent you set with your paparazzi or your fans from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could use them to kind of get where you need your your media story to be, but if you also don't control them or how there's ways you can do it like you brought up the perfect example jay-z and beyonce once he married her that was it they went into the dark yeah so it's like there's ways you could do it there's tunnels that they can go through yeah you can definitely do it uh drake signs multifaceted deal with universal music group Oh, uh, I know it was music, very, mm-hmm. music. Sir Lucian Grange said on a Q1 earning call for UMG that Drake has entered in an expansive multifaceted deal with the company that encompasses recordings, publishing, merchandise, and visual media projects. That makes more sense because he's always went back to Universal Music Group. The whole time. So, Birdman... Um, what is it? Cash Money Records? Mm-hmm. It's signed to Universal Music Group. So, when, after the Young Money shit, and he went, they found out this guy was profitable. Mm. He signed to Cash Money Young Money. After he got out of the Cash Young Money, Cash, cash Money 
Young Money. Which was no, no, Cash Money deal. After he got off the Cash Money deal, mm-hmm. he went back to Universal, side to Universal, restrictively outside of that Cash Money shit. Yeah, as their one of the biggest artists. Now it makes sense that he would re-sign with Cash Money. And this is a more lucrative deal. Like they're estimated to be over four hundred million dollars. Yes, that makes a lot of sense now. Cause I thought he was just signing with someone else Mm -mm. outside the Cash Money shit. No. So it makes sense that it's still. I mean, outside of the Universal shit, because his record, his uh, his label deal is at Warner Brothers, I think. Who Drake? Yeah, for OVO, OVO is signed to Warner Brothers, I want to say. Yeah, Warner Bros, 2017. Yeah, so yeah. So he's not even signed at the people that he signs. He's not signed at the label, which means, which is the reason why the people that he signs aren't really popping like that. Like, he'll hop on a saw with them every now But he's and not going to be present yeah. in your daily it's, operations. It's literally like, yeah, we got OVO deal over here. Yeah. You're at Universal. Yeah. So it's like... For for A-list rapper, top-tier artists like this, is these type of deals are probably more forthcoming than someone who has to worry about, like, streaming numbers. Right? Because... Mm-hmm. Now everyone, UMG knows that Drake is going to stream. His numbers are going to perform, so they could be up front. Like, here's your bag. Yeah. Let's just get you. That's this is essentially just a modern day 360 deal. No, no, <laughs> not for Drake. Merchandising, production, like this. That's everything. I think. I think he he has the better splits on all that shit. Yeah, but he does, this makes it so Drake doesn't have to worry about streaming numbers. If you're going to give me 400 mil up front, who cares about streaming when my shit's already paid for? <laughs> so now you got to have the little bit of streaming that you guys can take that streaming dollars. I got my four hundred mil but up see, front. That's, that's but that's this whole shit that Jay was talking about. Like you got a billion streams, I got a billion, a billion dollars. dollars. Yeah, and that that's a problem when niggas are signing deals like that. The biggest artist in the world is signing. That's the most lucrative deal. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Four hundred million. Mm-hmm. He's, he's halfway to a bill. Yeah. But outside of the money he already got. But if the biggest artist is signing deals like that, it's, it's problematic. But also Drake gets a majority of his money from rapping. It's not like other artists where he got other shits going on. We don't really see a lot of his out out of rap ventures. Yeah. So like from the outside looking in, we he don't gotta, we don't know his money. Up. He gotta get his, his money is all in rap. I know he has, no, color, he has, he has the, crypto, but he has the label deal too. Yeah, his money's in rap. So that label, his money his is label in, is not. His money not isn't popular. diversified. His, his label his, isn't popular. Yeah, his money is ninety percent. I don't know what his other portfolio, but it's ninety percent rap. No, but four hundred million dollars up front. Good. Yeah, and, he, and he's getting a, a four hundred mil. They're gonna handle probably. They're gonna handle the video production for his movies. Mm-hmm. They're gonna handle all of the like. This is essentially the modern day. It's like a superstar deal. No average artist could get a deal like this. Clearly, but this is some Drake shit. Let's let's take some of the cost of making my movies of a video. And let's send it to the record label instead of it coming out my pocket. So I get it. 
Do you think this shows that he's definitely dropping this year now too? He I dropped can't every wait. year. Oh, can I wait? He drops every hmm? year. I can't wait. He, he drops every year. You think he's still gonna drop this year? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Ben Boys is dropping this year. He said we'll see what happens next. Okay. Kendrick is dropping next week. He's definitely on that type of time. Kendrick is next week. And Jack Harlow was this week and now it's blah. Future was last week. Well, Future was the same day, right? Yeah, Future sold. Future was good. Future sold. Future had 227. He was projected for 180. I feel like, what's his name? Jack Harlow was projected for 180. So it's like 120, 110. So, yeah, album wasn't that good to me. So I can definitely yeah. see that. I think it's all off word of mouth. The niggas fuck with your album. Yeah. Or if you get a, a TikTok dance out of it. He, he did though. He, he did? Got, yeah, he got that uh, first class. Yeah. That was a that was a TikTok shit. Hmm. I didn't I didn't see that. I gotta pay more attention to that. Uh, Beyond the Chair podcast says this about dating. Uh, we actually talked about this briefly. Oh, till... Kevin, tap into this. This is your type of shit. Listen to this. Kevin's like, huh? Come here. You like said you can't you can't deal with a guy that got a job. Do you have a job, Jay? Yes. Okay. Why well, can't I deal with you? The reason why I cannot deal. With... <laughs> She no, said no. it as like it was like an option. Like, no, it's not an option, and that's what I was going to say. With respect to your girlfriend, that's not that's not what she's I. She's not going to take it personally. Yeah, don't, know I can't take it when they got a job either. That's why I said I, why I don't not, want though? nobody with a job because, because if, we want to go to Jamaica yeah. to see your girls' family. And, you can't because you got to go When it comes, but you can't tell them like, oh, I gotta go to Jamaica tomorrow. True. Like you got to. No, but when it so comes, you could just leave your job. I mean, anytime, like right. Like, you told us we had to push the time back because you didn't get off work till a certain time. Like, that yeah. already is, like, a hassle. Okay. No, but it's a red flag. for me, no, red it's flag. not a red flag. But for me personally, because I know when a lot of people say, oh, I can't date a man with a job, a lot of people on the internet take it to offense. But me, Destiny, cannot date a man with a job, one, because I'm very spontaneous. And I need, wait, 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 Jay, before you get to leaning back and breaking the chair. What I'm saying is, and I also need a man to understand where I'm at in the moment that I'm at. Like, I probably will have a week where I work so much, and then I have a week where I don't work at all. You get what I'm saying? So as an entrepreneur, it's like, it's very up and down, and I just want somebody to understand the mental state that I'm in. Sometimes I get really, really depressed because I always have to show up for people. So then I'll be like, I, I want a man to be there to comfort me during that moment. I just feel like a man. So you want a man too? I don't want a man. I want a man. Thoughts. See, that's some bullshit, Kevin. though. Thoughts. <laughs> sounds like some bullshit. <laughs> it sounds like she wants to be single and have multiple men, not one. Mm. Sounds yep. like she wants a nigga for the day of the week, not one man. I can see how you feel like that. Because what? if she wants a man for when she wants him, you can't have a legit man. Because we aren't available when we, when you want me. Yeah. You're going to be available in the opposite perspective when I want you. Yeah. That is a good point. I didn't think about that. Like, you want a nigga on your type of time, so. You're going to have to have multiple niggas. Yeah. Even, even, even if you're, uh, even if he's an entrepreneur. Is he still gonna be on her type of time? Yeah, like he's, gonna he's gonna be just as busy. He might be just as busy. He's gonna be available when she's available. Yeah. 
And there's no type of nigga that's gonna be available on anyone else's time. It's realistically, as a man, I want a woman to be available on my time. Yeah. I can't be available on your time. Especially if you want me to realistically be the man in the relationship. Yeah. Now, if you just wanna be one of my options, so when you're available and I'm available, we can look up. Yeah. But if not, call one of your other options. True. Damn. True. Damn. Amir Jamal. So, when I saw this video, I saw the big um, internet flex. Like, people were mad at her for saying that. And I got it. Like, you want someone that understands your mindset. Like, if you don't want to end up with a 9 to 5, and you're, you're an entrepreneur, and you don't feel like a nigga with a 9 to 5 understands you, I get that. A nigga with a nine to five might not understand you. But it's also cutting off people that. Fuck cutting off people. Who that, cares? That could be the nigga that understands her could be the nigga working a nine to five too. She's no. saying because of that, no. she's no. saying no. 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 And, I told her, man. In her mindset, yeah, that's what I'm saying. To her, she says no. Personally, in her mindset, I don't think she knows what she wants. She just wants someone to be available to show her time. Yeah. 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 In my opinion, in this particular situation, it's just like this. Like, she's basically saying, I'm this type of woman, right? So, because I'm this type of woman, I want this type of man. And we don't know whether or not he's going to be emotionally available to her in the capacity that she wants. But at least he has the freedom, mm-hmm. because he's an entrepreneur, to give that time to her if he actually has it available. So, say for instance, right now, I'm working nine to five. Um, I'm entrepreneurial mindset, but at the end of the day, I still got to make sure that from Monday through Friday, I'm available from 8 to 4.30. Mm-hmm. So during that time, if my woman was to be somebody who was an entrepreneur and she had certain opportunities and she just wanted me to be there, I wouldn't be able to be there unless I had PTO or unless I wasn't bound to a specific schedule to where it would inhibit her from living her best life. So she's able to choose whatever lifestyle she wants but she also has to find herself a nigga that actually fits into her lifestyle. So she's right. Like, she can pick whatever the fuck she want to pick. Yeah, but it's not her every preference. nigga. It's her preference. Yeah. So she, it's, she's going to have to work. She's going to have to work to find that nigga who actually has the type of schedule to be on her time. Because I'm on my time. Like Kevin was saying, I'm on my time. I want my woman to be on my time. Yeah. Like, whatever I got going on, I'm going to support you, etc. We're going to work together. But I'm, I have the master plan only because of, I'm the master planner. Like, that's what I do on a daily basis. I, I brainstorm. Yeah. So for me to sit here and say, I'm going to have to be on her type of time. You're on her type of time. And then whenever she needs emotional stability, I got to be there. That's not me. You can't do that? No. Where's Kevin Samuels? Rest in peace. We need Kevin Samuels. We need Kevin Samuels for her. Rest in peace, man. I don't think we need him for her. I can't do it. I feel, I feel like yeah. I feel like she's, she's looking for a, she's looking for a very specific. No, I feel like she's in her rights to be. She's like, right, but she's looking for a very specific person to match her type of I don't lifestyle, which yeah. everyone technically kind of is. Which also means to be emotionally available. It wasn't just the I need an entrepreneur. It's I need an entrepreneur that when I'm overwhelmed. He's there for me no matter what he has for No, me. she did not. That's say what that. I heard. I, I heard a little bit of that. That never happened. I heard, but it, it's impossible. That's why I truly believe she, it's impossible. she's in a path 
that she needs multiple men that are okay yeah. with knowing they're not in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Because what that's what I got from it. So she needs an emotionally available nigga who's an entrepreneur that can no. be there for her whenever she's overwhelmed. Because I feel like, unless, unless the couple become it's their plans to work on the business mm-hmm. there will never be no they it'll yeah. always be a yeah. you yeah. so it's gonna have to be multiple men to fill that role you'll never be in a relationship you'll forever be single damn i think you might have hit it on the she head. might be forever single but i feel like She's within her right to be like, she I don't is. want a nigga. She's within her right. Whatever happens, happens. 100%. That's her preference of what she wants in her lifestyle. And so. there's a nigga for her. Somewhere. For sure. Yeah. Somewhere. Just know Not that, me. Just know but there's somebody for her. bitches as well. Yeah. Uh, Jay Boo says, but entrepreneurs work 24-7. The first priority is the business. True, but hopefully if someone Facts. loves you. Or, or, or if you guys are trying to build, then you guys make time for each other. I think that's how it works. It's, it's not only making time for each other, but also understanding that the business is important. For it is. Over, yes. Like, there's sacrifices that has to be made on both sacrifices. parts. It's not it's only emotional, it's not, it's, it's emotional, it's physical, it's spiritual, mm-hmm. it's all types of shit. Financial. Like, if you have the vision and your partner's on the same wavelength, then y'all are going to understand, like, sometimes it's going to be go to bed, you're tired, I'm working still, or okay, you got some shit going on, I understand that, go handle your business, but that's only a small sacrifice for the greater scheme, which is we sacrificed five years, now we got 10, 15 years, most millionaires doing whatever the fuck we want. So it's basically just like, I get it, but you have to be on the same frequency. If you're not on the same frequency, then you're always going to bump heads and feel like one person is doing too much or you, uh, you that's know, an being, being selfish oh they're not spending enough time with me they're always working yeah. that's selfish mm-hmm. I don't have time for shit like that it's what are we doing together to build on the dream fuck all that I'm gonna make this money to sustain this lifestyle but you gotta come with me or ride with me or not or not and that's your try. And that's that's basically what I'm saying. Shorty, so I think I said the same thing, but I just was a little bit. We all yeah. say the same thing. And, and Shorty in the ride or die. The right to be like you're not. You're the not the type of nigga I need, and that's Man, fine. Fuck a ride or die. You can help me make money. We can be together. That's it. We can, we can make this I'm work. Really <laughs> but we can have fun together. That's how yeah. I feel. Yeah. The way yeah. this economy is. <laughs> If you can help me make some money, we can find a way to make this relationship work. You're right. That's a fact. You're right. So I think we're all kind of in the same page with that. Got to be on the same page, uh, especially when you're dealing with an entrepreneur and being an entrepreneur mindset. I don't think anything she said was crazy. No. Uh, whoever you are. I think it just sounded her wording. I don't even think her wording. She was just being honest. Just same thing with Kevin Samuels. He was being honest to what he felt would put women back with men. Like, yeah. But he was talking to a certain, t- and that's what that's what I keep trying to talk to women about when I talk to them about Kevin Samuels. He's not talking to 
a certain type of woman. He's, he's talking to a, he's talking to a type of woman who's looking for a type of nigga. The upper and well, he's upper. saying and he's saying if you want this type of nigga, you gotta you gotta this, do this, this type this. of shit. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not if you don't fit into that mold and you want to hate or whatever the case may be, that's fine. But at the end of the day, like there's truth to it because I'm not even the type of nigga that he's talking about. But as the type of nigga who wants to be that type of nigga, I'm like, yeah, this is the type of bitch I would want. Yes. In this type yes. of time. Yeah. And so with that being said, like I understand that there's a lot of women who may have disliked his ideology about how women treat their man, but in the greater scheme of things, he was describing the perfect woman was to my reality. Like the type of woman that he was describing yeah. is my perfect match. Yeah. What Personally. do you guys have to say about all the nastiness that was floating around for him when um, when, when it wasn't even, when it wasn't even confirmed. confirmed. His mama yeah. said he, she found out from social media that her own son died. Yeah, that, that's becoming a norm I, now where families I think, are. I, I think it was very ugly. Like so ugly. It was bad. I feel like a lot of the women that were talking about him. After he died, proved his fucking point. Yeah. Like, it's, you're it nasty. It's yeah. nasty shit. And you're not the type of women he was preaching to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're nasty. You weren't the one. But there's a lot of women that came out and and, and was like, he was the reason why I started my fitness journey. Yeah. He's the reason why I was married to this guy. He's the reason why I got... Like, there's some women who listen to what he said and up this shit. Yes. And, and got the life that, that all the women who are complaining... That. And, are and, wishing for it. And the crazy thing is, they he think a lot of women think that his shit was just vitriol to women. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. He was vitriol to men too. He told you. He told men that the type of nigga that you weren't. Women, men should pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Like he was on that type of time. Like how much money you make? No, nigga, you you don't get this woman. Like yep. women wanted. The reason why his message was to women because they have a they have a financial they have a financial aspect to it. Yeah. A woman wanted a guy that was making a hundred K a hundred K, two hundred K. And these women were just bust down. It was yeah. Like a nigga that's oh, making yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, nigga, a nigga that makes six K 6K, 26K, they don't want no broken chick that they got to build. And he's yeah. telling them, like, this is the type of bitch. And those niggas are the 1%. Yeah. So if all they did was say, okay, Kevin, I hear you. Yeah. Let me turn into, let me just see if it works. And he didn't even and say. And if it works. He didn't even say, like, you're going to, you're not going to get that. He said, just find a guy that's a common guy, like a $50,000 making dollar guy. He, he fits you. Yeah, he fits you. Like, and help Bill. You you asking for a six-figure nigga, you're not what a six-figure guy yeah, goes for. for the six-figure guy has multiple women and he's going to choose the best aspect. Yep. That's probably not you yep. overweight. Yeah. With kids, three kids, and this and How that. How old are you? Baby, mouth, baby, daddy, drama. It sounds crazy what I'm saying, but, but it's, it's not. But it's not yeah. crazy. It's not crazy. He was trying to better them. He was trying to better you. But and if he, they would have listened, 
It's, then they probably would have prospered too. Because no matter if you have two, three kids, no matter how old you are, it, it's it's about it's about what you're shooting offering in your range. Shooting and shooting your in your range. range. And if you're not within your range, how getting you get there within your range. Yes. And there's a way. They, Eddie was telling. They took women, it personal. They took it personal. Eddie was telling because women they felt attacked. They were. T- he was telling women with like high degrees that are making money like. Men don't care about your money. Like, we don't care about your Not money. Not at all. We don't care about your money because your money is always going to stay in your money. It's only our money that is going to drip to you. Game changers. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Men are not looking for money. Men are looking for bodies. They're looking for fun. They're yeah. looking for easiness. They're looking for it. They're looking for an, okay. as, an they're asset. Look, they're looking for a so How can you, how can Not you make, even. How, how can, can you, you help me grow? It, me personally, how can you be a, like, it, even in social situations, financial situations, uh, family situations, like, what, what can you do to up what I'm already doing? Most how can you be a benefit to me? Most men are looking for an outlet. Nah, I'm looking for an asset. I need an outlet. My asset is my outlet, though. If your asset's your outlet, then it's the same shit. Yeah. I need an outlet. I work, I work, if I'm working this much time a week, I need fun. You're not I can fund your shit. You're not I can fund your shit. Let's go fly out. Yeah, I can fund your shit if you're my outlet to this life. But if you're just putting... Your fucking if you're fucking pressures. Adding, if you're adding stress and pressure instead of taking that my away. job doesn't add or my family doesn't add, you're the stress. You're the outlet to get away from all the bullshit. That's what you're supposed bitch, to be. Bitch, it's over for you. You're not gonna be. Don't add more weight. Yeah, you're not gonna be the stress in my life. You're not gonna do that. You're not. I respect that. It's a fact. I respect that. That and that's what he preached. Yeah. Niggas just want. To be an escape, to have, yeah, an escape. Yeah, they just want to escape from the world. We'll Wish go to war. World? We'll go to war with the Absolutely. world for our fucking, Peace. our fucking dominion, our kingdom, our family, or whatever. Yeah. But when I come home, it should not be no war. No war when I come and you, home. And yeah. You know something? To, to and that's what he preached. I have. I, I. I. To be honest, I'm. I'm guilty of wars. But what I will <laughs> say. What I will say is. Um, my significant other is younger than me, mm-hmm. and I'm at the point where I'm so focused yeah, on my trajectory and where I'm going that she sometimes, like, because she's so young, she's just like, yo, snap back, it's like, snap the fuck out of it, like, let's have some fun, like, you're too into the grind, let's come back to earth a little bit, and that's something that I need in my social interactions yeah. because I get so caught up in you know, having children and figuring and, out what they're And it's those have. moments when you stop thinking about that special project is when you figure out the way. And I hate it. It's forced on me. I'm like, <laughs> why the fuck are we doing this? And then it's in the and middle then it of it. Out when you I'm get like, back. oh shit. This is what I'm missing. Like, this is what's going to help me come up with these ideas yeah. and these different thought processes. You got to be able to step away, look back, yeah. and live, and then be like, oh, that was the problem. That was, that was the, the answer thing. to the problem right here. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to step away. Uh, rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. Yeah. Uh, Goddamn. A legend yeah. in his own. He's just started blowing up two years ago. One point four And man, was, he wasn't wrong in what he was teaching. No, he was on that uh, if people didn't take it personally, they would have got a lot more out of it. And it was really, really 
sad and and kind of like belittling to see unfortunately black Twitter be the ones who's the one who's kind of trying to take this guy down and it's when he's dead. We're just finding out he's dying and everyone's but like everybody haven't done life's work. Yeah. Everybody hasn't done life's work. So there's but, gonna be people who don't yeah. understand the yeah. concept of reality and they're gonna be the ones who's who we're judging right it, now. Yeah. You see what it I'm was, saying? It was the way that he got his message off. I'll say that. But his it wasn't fact, a wrong message. Yeah, because the he was, fact that his he was a straight cutter with it. it was just straight. It was straight cut. It was his opinion. Which and he, and it was to everybody. He told niggas, "You gotta, you can't pay." You know what I'm saying, niggas? They gotta get their money up. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. And he told women, "You know what I mean how to be better to get to the be man that you want, the man you want, the nigga you're looking for, likes this or." You gotta temper your expectations. Yeah. And that's the only thing he did. You yeah. can't be a and brandy you out here. You can't be mad out here. Yeah. No. You can't you can't be It's a game. Play the fucking game. You can't be it's a game. big as hell. And, and expect to get a six figure nigga when no. he has fucking twenty six year old. Yeah. Running around acting crazy Instagram models. Running through his crib yeah. and all type of shit. Like you can't expect that. Mm. For you, when when he's a one percent nigga, he has a choice. In the, yeah. he, has a, he, has he has a choice a in the game. Yeah. He's in the game. He's in the game. So and, temper and your women expectations. Themselves. Temper your expectations. Yeah. You get a guy, but you just gotta work with that. Or you can yeah. get a you can even get a guy you can build with. That's don't even thing. don't go for the cis figure niggas. Find you a nigga that you build can actually build with. Find find that. where that nigga's passions are. Lift him up, and I guarantee you, y'all gonna make it. Yeah. But out here pretending like y'all better than these regular niggas, like these regular niggas can put you on. Yep. They just might need that little spark, and you could be the spark, depending on how you, you know, kick shit. True. All right, fellas, couple more topics, and we'll get out of here this Sunday, this Mother's Day. Uh, let's see. Uh, a Virgin Atlantic plane from London to New York had to turn around 40 minutes into the flight. After realizing the pilots were not fully qualified to be in the cockpit. Any quick thoughts during these hectic times of traveling on planes? I'm suing. You'll sue if you're Hell off. Hell yeah. If I was on board, mm-hmm. I would sue 100%. Because they put my life in danger. They you're not you even back. qualified. They brought you back. No. I'm suing. They probably was like, ding. Uh, we just realized we didn't have our licenses. <laughs> I'm sorry for the inconvenience, but I'm scared. No, I'm no, gonna no, take no, us no. back home. No, no, they're probably like, uh, the flight that told me I had to come back. Uh, no, I didn't pass my last I test. I didn't pass my last test. They uh, told me. Uh, I, gotta, I gotta you. Put your, put your seatbelts on. Yeah, uh, I gotta. I'm I gotta. Still gotta I'm still it's gonna be a little small delay. Yep. That, that just shows you how crazy it is right now, as far as like traveling. Because it's been like, traveling on planes has been kind of hectic for the past two, three years now there's since the pilots. pandemic started. Yeah, yeah, there's a pilot shortage. They're like going on strike every other mm-hmm. freaking month. And like, it takes so, I remember when I when I went to Jamaica uh, for my grandmother's funeral and I had to fly back. I flew from Jamaica to Miami. I had a connected flight from Miami to get back to Atlanta. I just stayed in Miami. Oh my God! Let me tell you the struggle I had there. I would never fly an American again because I was freaking traumatized. Mm. So we got to 
Miami late because it was like a storm, so they had to do all their shit and wait in the air. In the air. So we waited for the storm to get by. Got by, fucking plane already left because it was a delay. So then by the time they got there, there was a line, like literally maybe it took like three hours to get to the actual gate agent. And it was like, all the flights are gone, it's two o'clock in the morning, just gotta wait until the morning. So I had to sleep in the airport of Miami. And then not from, bad. Nope. And then Miami the next day, all the flights get getting canceled. They're like, oh, go to this section, cancel 10 minutes later. Go to this section, cancel 30 minutes later. And then it was like, there was uh, when I got to Miami, they was like, hey, you trying to get to Atlanta? I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, there's a lot of flights going out of Texas. It'll be easier if you fly to Texas. And then, <laughs> so they sent my ex to Texas. And then I got delayed in Texas. I'm good. I got delayed in Texas, and then I had to stay in the Texas airport that night. And then it took like two days and like fucking like four different cities for me to get home. And still fucking going on now. It is a crazy time to be flying, and clearly shit is falling through the cracks. They're allowing, well, I won't say they're allowing, but pilots were able to get in a plane, take off, and start flying. That's why you only fly with Delta. Before, and it was like, oh, hold on, you guys shouldn't be in the air. I'm suing. I'm suing the shit out of you, too. You're absolutely right. I'm only from my left I kind of fucking died when I got fucking kids. Number one, when I travel, I only do connecting flights. I mean, I only do. That's my one way. I, I will never I don't, do a connecting flight again. I will, I will, will never do a connecting flight again. Only time I do a connecting flight is when I go to uh, Canada, when I go to Edmonton, because. Uh, what you gonna call it? Has to go to Texas. Like, I can't be the boy who's not taking the last last couple shows. Oh. So you want to damn it? You want to spill like on the computer? It happened. Like, <laughs> it happened. It wasn't me. That's like the Nickelodeon splash. <laughs> the, the slime spot. It, yeah, it didn't, ha- it didn't hit it. It shoots back. No, nah, no, nah, you good. You good. Oh, uh, but yeah, I like. That's the only connecting flight. Yeah, I learned my lesson. I'm only but direct like flights. anywhere else, direct, direct. If it's not connect, I'm not going. Oof. That's a fact. Uh, me ne- too. Next up, uh, TikTok is on track to triple its ad revenue this year, surpassing the revenue of Twitter and Snapchat combined. Quick thoughts. I saw a fucking um, a TikTok. Of uh, this guy, I don't know if y'all know who he is. He's a very prominent person in like the investing industry. He's Warren this, Buffett? No, he's this white kid. Like he's probably like maybe forty something years old. What's um, his name? Oh, his name starts with a B. I don't know. Like Mr. V, Gary V. Gary V. Bro, I saw a TikTok of this nigga. He was talking to one of his homies. He was like, he was like, I'm telling you, bro. He was like four videos per day for one year. TikTok is next. He was like, you want to miss out on this money? His friend was like, nah. He was like, stop fucking playing with me. He was like, just four videos a day. He was like, TikTok is the next wave. If you don't hop on this shit now, you're missing out. And the simple fact that you gave me those statistics is basically proving his point. Like, he literally was talking to one of his homies on some here's the cheat code type shit. And he was like, just four videos a day for a year. What you trying to do? And his friend was like, I promise you I'm going to do it. And now you're telling me that they have the most ad revenue dollars. That means that what he's saying is true. It's true. So here's some of the stats. Uh, boosted by growing engagement and commerce activity, TikTok's ad revenue is projected to triple from $3.88 billion in 2021 to $11.64 billion this year. 
up a whopping 200%. Uh, that makes the uh, bite date uh, own apps ad business larger than both Twitter and Snap combined by 2024. Uh, TikTok's ad business is to double again to 23.58 billion with over half of that revenue coming from the US allowing it to catch up with YouTube's $23.65 billion haul in ad revenue. Uh, and this is from an, uh, an analysis from uh, Insider Intelligence. TikTok's users' growth has been nothing short of uh, meteoric. Meteoric. There you go. Uh, TikTok's ad business is still relatively new, but it's also seen enormous growth as advertisers continue to shift their spending towards uh, where their customers are spending their time. At the same time, privacy changes like the iOS update have leveled the playing field between a new uh, newcomer like TikTok and digital advertising giants like Meta. Hmm. So, first of all, what I saw there, for them to even be coming close to YouTube's ad dollars is freaking something in itself because YouTube is where everyone usually spends most of their time is where most of these companies get their ad information from. So for them to be close to them by 2024, that says something. Uh, you're actually the big user on TikTok here. Yeah. Do you see that? Absolutely. I'm, I'm trying to consistently on a daily basis figure out how to monetize myself on TikTok. Yeah. And that's only because the growth that I've had on um, TikTok is paramount in, to the growth that I've had on Instagram, Twitter, um, not necessarily Facebook because I have a lot of people on Facebook. It's more engagement on TikTok for you. Yeah, like I've else. met all these people on Facebook, so I've actually got the friend request. But as far as TikTok is concerned, these are just people who are interested in the content that yeah. I make, and they follow because they think I'm an interesting person, and so that can go a very long way. Um, so I definitely think that these numbers are very looking promising, and I'm going to put more content on TikTok than any other social media platform because the numbers are there. Clearly the numbers are there if all the ad dollars are going there. That's, so all, that, I, that's all I care about. <laughs> and you only need a thousand followers in order to be to monetized start on TikTok? On TikTok so because so say for instance, we now? have Black Entourage like 300 and something. Follow us on TikTok. We have... Um, <laughs> What's the link? Is it TikTok.com slash Black Entourage? BNT. I really don't know. I'm just going to go for it. Um, but... Um, so say for instance, once you reach a thousand followers on TikTok, you're able to put the link um, inside of your particular profile. And once you put that link there, it'll direct you to um, our Twitter, our Spotify, nice. our iTunes, whatever, link tree, whatever. Right now our link isn't clickable. Mm. But once we hit that thousand subscribers, we'll be clickable. And then you can do promos to where you can put $20 to reach like 5,000 people and you can target them to click your link and then you're actually bringing attention to your TikTok as well as Spotify, as well as this place. So it's like a spider gotcha. web. Yeah, money's there. Interesting, I might have to make a personal for TikTok just to get the engagement there for us as well. Uh, anything on that, Jamal and Kevin? I'm, I'm not surprised with TikTok. TikTok, I mean, the music industry is using TikTok too. Yeah. Just for dances and that's how they get their hits. Oh, yeah. if, if it blows up on Twitch, TikTok, then they know they have a hit on their hands. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's it. That's it? That's all. <laughs> but yeah, that is uh, good to know. TikTok is clearly getting all the eyes 
uh, wherever their engagement is, that's where the money is going to be. So uh, definitely yeah. follow us on TikTok, guys. That's where you're going to be growing out on there as well. Uh, next up, uh, Gucci to start accepting cryptocurrency in five in a five-star pilot. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. I'll load up the article. Shout out to Gucci, man. He's over Gucci here. the bag company. Oh. All right, so let's see. The first uh, Gucci stores to take crypto are the Wooster Street in New York, Rodeo Drive in L.A., Miami Design District, Phillips Plaza in Atlanta, the of Shops and Crystals in Las Vegas. Uh, Gucci will accept payments in more than 10 currencies, including Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Wrapped Bitcoin, Litecoin, uh, Shiba Inu, and five stable coins pegged to the US dollar. It will also accept Doge, uh, Dogecoin, Dogecoin, I don't know why I can't talk anymore. Doge! Uh, a meme cryptocurrency that was created as a joke. Quick thoughts. I've always been a big proponent of major companies adapting cryptocurrency as a form of payment for anything um, that they could possibly be doing, mainly because, um, in my personal opinion, I believe that cryptocurrency has not hit mass adoption. And once it does hit mass adoption and mass awareness, people are going to understand that cryptocurrency is not just a currency that you're investing in, it's actually a company. Yeah. And once you realize that, okay, there's these problems that these blockchains are trying to, you know, fix and you're not investing in the currency, you're investing in the company and what they can do for society, then that mass adoption is gonna start kicking in. So if they're already taking in the coins that are most profitable at this day and age, in the future, once they're actually mass adopted, that money that they're getting, which is only like dollars or whatever the case may be now, is gonna be surmountable amounts of money. So I think it's a great move yeah. um, for Gucci to do. And then also the blockchain makes their bags authentic. There's no way that you can scan that bag and it not pop up on the blockchain and you're saying, okay, this is a fake bag yeah. because it's validated. There's no way that this bag is fake. Yeah. But if you get a Gucci bag and it doesn't have that tag that connects it to the blockchain technology that says, hey, this is bag number 205 of collection. They can make this. it like even more rare. They can and, make uh, it more and make rare. And push the price up Absolutely. even more for certain bags. So at the end of the day, like I think Gucci's making a great um, uh, business move when it comes to this because not only are they uh, becoming whales by collecting all these coins mm -hmm. uh, before mass adoption takes place, they're also authenticating their bags saying, hey, this bag can be validated yeah. as real because and, we have this tag connected to the blockchain. Yeah, absolutely, Ryan. I will say, uh, since more people are coming in, don't want anything to go down, uh, I will say that Gucci's primary target is mostly like artists and things too. And most of the artists these days have been getting into the whole crypto. So it just makes sense that they're kind of keeping up with their target demographic of people who's gonna come in and buy their shit. Let's allow these people who's already investing in this stuff, use that money in our stores. It just makes sense. How real is your bag? That's, that's what Rick Ross said, right? And that's what <laughs> How real is your bag? Can that shit be validated on a blockchain? Show me. Show, show me, me, show me the, show me the fucking ID. Yeah, show, show me, true. It's a show me, it's a show me, it's a show me, it's a show me time. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, we'll get out of here. Uh, Pete Davidson tossed Kanye at uh, at Netflix as a joke festival where he is recording his newest stand up. Uh, we actually watched it beforehand. What do you guys have to say about 
uh, Pete Davidson cracking jokes about Kanye in part of the I stand-up. feel like it was the perfect stand-up type shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta know what is funny in your life. You gotta flip it and make it relatable to the audience. Yes. Especially as a comedian. Especially as a comedian. And he did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Per- did to that. perfection. To perfection. That was a... We've seen a three-minute clip, and that three-minute clip was, was hilarious. Was, yeah. That's exactly how a comedian should do it. You know how he presents himself to me? Like, this is how I would be if I was in Pete Davis's shoes. I'd be like, yo, first of all, I can't fucking believe I'm in the situation that I'm in right now. That's what he said at the beginning. He was, like, that, he was like, I'm having a like, hell of a year. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Not only am I fucking Kim Kardashian, but... Kanye West is this bitch's ex-husband and this nigga's coming from me? Like, Audience like you have had AIDS. You have to, wake, you have to wake up in your bed like, yo, I can't believe I'm living this life right yeah. now. And so what he what he did was he understood the life that he was given, like the blessing that he received mm-hmm. by being the enemy of Kanye West and the person who's actually with Kim Kardashian. And he monetized it, yeah. which was a... It, it was a genius move. Yeah, like that's that's what I would have done. I wouldn't have Agreed. taken it as, oh, Kanye West on my ass. I'm scared of the die. I'm gonna be like, okay, this is an opportunity for me because he has the followers that he has. So let me just go ahead and make a name for myself. He just did the same thing that Kanye did. Is just mobilize his and fan base against him. And he would do the same him. thing that Kim would do. Yeah, it's like, yo, my, that's fan, the type of time they my are. fans was gonna ask me about this. What better way to tell my fans what's happening than for me to put this in a stand And Ye's doing the same thing. Yeah. Who, Ye might not even be mad about he the whole shit. He dropped two videos about Pete. He's fine with him he might not even be mad. jokes about him. Yeah, he might. It's be like, just... yo, he said a whole, he's like, would it be funny if he shows up as Mrs. Doubtfire just randomly wants a baby he said the kids. It's like his setup for this was perfection. I can't act. like. I'm usually not like a big Pete Davidson fan when it comes to his standard because they're usually pretty flat to me. But when this one comes out in full, I would like to see uh, how that turns out. I will say that uh, he does look like he has leveled up. His yeah. look definitely changed from kind of like grungy and stingy to a more I'm, I'm, comedic. I'm yes. I'm, 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 I'm fucking a Kardashian. I'm fucking a Kardashian. I'm on Saturday Night, Saturday night Live every week. My movies Yo, is here. What up? And, and he's just what up, like... What up, what up, what up, what up? He's just like, I am on top of the world right now. Yeah. So I think he handled it as perfectly as he can handle it as a comedian. Take your real life experiences that's happening. And then you bring it to your stage. And you make it your own. And you make people laugh out of it. Your pain is supposed to be comedy for your audience. Absolutely. And that's what he's, basically all he's doing. He's like, my life is what it is right now. You guys seen what Kanye has been doing to me for the last six months? It's been and it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's, it's cool to make it because it's fucking funny. It, like, he wakes up like, I cannot believe this nigga. Him making here. jokes about it shows that he doesn't take yeah, it serious. He's, he's, he's done the work. He's like, I'm not going to let Kanye stop me from doing what I want. I'm not hurting his his ex-wife. I'm not I'm taking care of his kids. I understand the kids situation could be a little gray a little area. Gray area. That's yeah. different. Yeah, that hit but me not, different. That hit me a little different. But it's, it's not like he's bad. doing something like, like ah, intentionally geez. harm. Ah. But it's not like he's trying to like intentionally harm the family. No. I so I was like, I get the kids situation though. That's different. That's different. You fight him? When he had when he had the My daughters kid? on his kid on the gar- in the golf cart, you find him after that? What? All right then, that's why I get I'm not Pete Davidson. Yeah. I'm just a mirror. Oh, oh well. 
I'm just a mirror. Just a mirror. I guess that ends it. That's a good drop by moment. Yeah. Just a mirror. <laughs> so guys, that's all we have this week. Thank you so much for stopping by. Sorry about the technical difficulties earlier, but we thank you guys. You. you know, but they came back. They came back yeah. and they followed. Uh, we have. I'll shout out to all the new followers because thank you. Uh, Jay the Boo, thank you for the follow. Hey, uh, Eyes boo. too low, thank you for the follow. Uh, direct eye contact, thank you for the follow. Like it means a lot that we do this every week. It doesn't see people start to fuck My with name us. Is Marie, I see you in the chat. Just good girl. You know, doesn't see. <laughs> doesn't see that she got to start to fuck with us. Really Happy helps Mother's us. Day. Keep Happy going. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day once again to everyone. Thank you so Especially much. And whoever else is in the chat. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by. We will see you guys next week. Hang out with us when we drop the video games. We do some streaming throughout the week. Yeah. We will see you guys okay. next time. Much love. Peace. Peace.